This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome back. We have a disinformation campaign during last year's Senate race, a settlement for the spring pygmy sunfish, And finally, the 12th day of Alabama Christmas. This will be our final news briefing until the day after Christmas, December 26th. So let's get to it. I'm Mike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. Even Democratic Senator Doug Jones called for authorities to look into the Democratic tech experts who reportedly experimented with disinformation during the Senate campaign between Jones and Roy Moore, reports AL.com's John Sharp. The group called itself the Alabama Project and used social media to reach an audience during the 2017 special election to fill Jeff Sessions' vacant Senate seat. Earlier this week, the New York Times reported that the group created a fake conservative Facebook page and also used Twitter to damage more. According to the Times, the group's funding came from LinkedIn co-founder Reid Hoffman. One of the people who worked on what they were calling an experiment was Jonathan Morgan, the chief executive of cybersecurity firm New Knowledge. Morgan said that his intent was to, quote, better understand and report on the tactics and effects of social media disinformation. I did not participate in any campaign to influence the public. The Times report said the fake Facebook page was disguised as conservative and pushed for Republicans to support a write-in candidate instead of Moore. And the group was involved with trying to link the Moore campaign to thousands of Russian bots that followed Moore on Twitter. At the time, Moore accused Democrats in general, as well as Jones specifically, of social media funny business. Jones has denied having anything to do with the group, and as John reported, he called on the Federal Election Commission and the Justice Department to look into the issue to see whether there was a crime committed. Remember that spring pygmy sunfish that was the little bitty fly in the ointment for the future Mazda Toyota plant in Huntsville? It turns out there was a $6 million solution to the problem. AL.com's Paul Gaddis reports that the Center for Biological Diversity and Mazda Toyota Manufacturing USA reached a settlement that includes a $6 million investment to protect the inch-long threatened species where it lives in the Beaver Dam Spring and Creek Complex. $4 million goes into a restricted endowment fund that will permanently fund future conservation projects for the fish, habitat restoration, captive propagation, genetic studies, and such and $2 million will go to immediately restore its habitat and connect Beaver Dam Spring and Creek with Moss Spring. It also means that at least 1,100 acres of the spring complex will be protected. And they're going to put a Save the Spring Pygmy Sunfish bumper sticker on every Toyota they make. I'm just kidding about that part. All right, one last time, Matt Mitchell of It's a Southern Thing over on Facebook is back for the final segment of our 12 Days of Alabama Christmas. We've enjoyed reviewing the year in Alabama news this way and hope it was fun for everybody to remember some of the stories from 2018. To recap, we've had Mardi Gras billboards, Kay Ivey's accent, no more colonoscopies, a crushed participation trophy, Highlands Bar and Grill, Sessions Trump, Mullet Toss, Trash Pandas, Poop Train Lottery Money, and the return of that I-65 Go to Church or the Devil Will Get You sign. Now it's time for our 12th day of Alabama Christmas. Christmas.
Matt, what you got for the grand finale? Well, we saved the best for last. On the 12th day of Christmas, Alabama gave to the world perhaps the greatest internet video of the year, maybe all time. Um, an underwear-clad man falling through the roof of the Waffle House. In his underwear. Yes. Uh, in Tuscumbia, North Alabama, he... I don't know what he was doing up there, uh, but he was hanging out above the ceiling tiles, fell down, uh, then started fighting people, uh, scattered, smothered, covered in an insulation, and then <laughs> ran out of the Waffle House. I think the police apprehended him. I'm not really oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, it was uh, a, allegedly uh, an attempted uh, burglary. How do you how do you do that? The, the Waffle House is open all the time. There's no. Can you sneak into the Waffle House? Well, it's not really through the roof. That's the only way to the office. You know. The, the thing <laughs> about this video that I love so much is that when I shared it after that, I discovered the the video that was out there on my Facebook page, and there were people that were saying that it was fake. And you know, a video at the Waffle House <laughs> has to be so bizarre. People to think it's fake. I mean, think of all the things in the realm of possibility when you walk into Waffle House. Mm. And this was so far outside that people were like, no, that's not possible. That can't happen in a Waffle House. <laughs> and it did. It did happen. I love it so much. I think that the government should just take this and make it an anti-drug PSA. Just air it on TV all the time. Kids, this is what happens when you do drugs. You start fighting people naked in the Waffle House after you've fallen through the roof. If, you know, if he would have had all of his clothes on, it, it wouldn't have been nearly... This, I mean, everything had to be in place for this story to be as great as it was. It's like someone played Mad Libs. There was a Waffle House page in the Mad Libs book, and this was the most bizarre things you could write down, and it happened in real life. And I love it. This is a once-in-a-lifetime moment. And it is, in my opinion, the greatest thing that happened in Alabama this past year. Yeah, I'm imagining it. And I've, I've spent some time in Waffle Houses and, and places like that. And a lot of times folks in there are kind of, you know, they're having great moments in their life. And I'm imagining a couple sitting there across the table from each other and, and, and the man pulls out his ring and it's the big moment and it's ruined by a guy coming out of the ceiling in his underwear. You say ruin, I say enhanced. Yeah. You know, it's always been the thing that if it rains on your wedding day, it's like good luck. I can't imagine what happened for that couple when a man rains through the ceiling of the Waffle yeah. House. I mean, that's going to be the happiest marriage ever. Yeah, she's like, forget putting it on the Jumbotron at the Braves game. Yeah, this is it. This is much Let's better. just get married right now in this Waffle House. There's no no divorces. Clear no the divorces. insulation off the waffles, let's eat, and then let's get married. <laughs> hey, we've had a lot of fun, maybe too much fun, I don't know. But uh, thank you all for bearing with us and letting us do this, 12 Days of Christmas. Thank you, Matt Mitchell. Check him out at itsasouthernthing.com and on the Facebook page. And he, He's one of the writers and stars of, of that group. They do some great work. I know probably all of y'all already follow him anyway. But uh, we'll be back again with our daily news briefings. Until then, as always, come check us out anytime you want to at al.com. Yeah.